All right, listeners, welcome to I Love Wellness. I'm Lo Bosworth, your host, and this is a show that provides women with a platform of empowerment to break down stigmas surrounding women's health and wellness, their bodies, their minds, and we are here to have some really open and honest conversations with each other. So I'm always really excited by the guests that come on the show. They're wonderful women that I admire, and I really like love having you guys on because we do a lot of truth-telling on this show, um, and I think that like in the wellness category in and of itself, there's a lot of bullshit, but there's also stuff that really works. Um, and so I'm really excited to introduce to you guys my guests for today. We have Paige DeSorbo. She is on the show Summer House, which is one of my guilty pleasures. I, lo- <laughs> I love Summer House. Um, and she's also a fashion expert. And then we have Hannah Burner, who's also on the current season of Summer House. And she also has her own podcast, Burning in Hell. Hi. Thanks for having yes, us. Yes, thank you. How are both of you? We're good. I'm better now knowing that you like love Summer House. I didn't know that. <laughs> totally. Yeah. All of us reality TV folks have to stick together. Yeah, we have this weird bond because we've gone through the weirdness of it all. Totally. Yeah. It's a hard And we world, get each too. other. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you guys are on the current season. Mm-hmm. And did, was it weird for you guys to go from just being, I, I'm going to put it in air quotes, like normal girls mm-hmm. to, to people who are known quantities or public figures it's very weird like do you think it's weird hannah i've been wanting to have a platform for a while but then right but then when you get it still gets it weird i mean Paige, you've needed cameras on you since you were born and (laughs) now you're finally getting it (laughs) but i just feel like it enabled me to have a platform to talk about things that are important to me Mm -hmm. and it's like fun to know that you can affect people in a certain way like i wanted to go on reality tv to show that I don't have to be like aspirational and fake and like a perfect version of someone because I'm on television. Mm-hmm. I wanted to show some real stuff that hopefully America could feel less alone with, whether it's like anxiety, dating issues, not self-esteem. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to show you my outfits. Yeah, so together, <laughs> together we're the perfect combination. I love that. Yeah, well, you do look really lovely. <laughs> I love these boots. This girl dresses up for a podcast like no other. (laughs) My mom says if you're leaving the house, you better dress up. So I live my life by that. So you stick Um, to that. And for you, what has the experience been like? It's been really, really great. The weirdest thing that I think is that we live in New York. So there's actual celebrities roaming the streets all day long and you Mm -hmm. see them. So when a girl will come up to me in like the Starbucks line and be like, I had to come up to you. I just love you so much. It's so like, you just feel so good. And I I mean, I love that. I'm really appreciative that people are as nice as they are. New York is funny though, because I'm getting these awkward moments where I'm like at Starbucks and the cashier is like, how do I know you? And I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, I know your face. What do yeah. I know your face? And do I'm you like, help, I don't know. Do you help people when they are like curious in that way? Because I don't. Yeah, but because then like, you're like, you start know. putting your resume. You're like, I don't know. Burning in hell? I don't know. I was on this like commercial once. And like, I am being burns on Instagram. And then you feel like a douchebag. If it's like a young girl my age, I'll know it's Summer House. But like, I've had random dudes and I'm like, does your girlfriend watch Bravo? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, I do stuff. I don't like talking about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll say, oh, it's probably from a TV show that I'm on. And oh, like, so you oh, guys yeah. are like willing to have a conversation yeah. about it. You know, for me, I, I was so young when I first was on TV. You know, I got cast out of high school. And oh so God. I had a period of time, years even, where I was totally made to feel really insecure about yeah. it. And it was like this emotional 
painful journey for me going from a position where I would straight up lie to people mm-hmm. about not being on it or I would mm-hmm. pretend to be I somebody else. Yeah. I could not imagine that also, at that age. Yeah, yeah like I'm that. 27, Paige is 26. I went, I had a bad breakup at around 25 and went to like intensive therapy mm-hmm. and f- kind of felt like I found my voice, my intuition. I was like feeling the best I've ever felt with knowing who I am. Sure. And that's when the show came. Mm-hmm. So I could not have imagined myself at 19 or 18 no. being put in the public eye like that because your identity is being formed at that age yeah and I think when it's on tv it's like being crafted for you right Right. like in the editing bay so like I didn't really get much of a say in terms of how I was projected out into the universe or into Mm -hmm. the world but we have respect for the ogs like you (laughs) we love Laguna Beach I love just going like Steven um but yeah it and reality TV has evolved so much since like your time like you guys were kind of guinea pigs but your success kind of trailed the way for more opportunities for mm-hmm. people to go on reality TV and make whatever they want out of it. Yeah. So do you guys feel like you view the show as a platform for your careers and to sort of move forward in your life? Or, you know, Hannah, you said that, like, you're taking um, the opportunity to have, like, real conversations about, like, who you are. Like, what is the most important piece of it for you guys? I'm just curious. Yeah. Because everybody has different motivations. Right. You know what I mean? And I think we, <laughs> live, in, we live in this land of, like, Instagram and, mm-hmm. you know, the internet and yeah you know all these like comedy videos and Mm -hmm. everybody's like trying to do something I guess I'm just curious like what your intentions are I feel like I'm in The Bachelor what are your intentions (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm like sweating I like I feel guilty and I don't know why (laughs) I'll go first if you need a second yeah I'll go first oh I love that you have an answer um so I've always wanted to be an entertainment news reporter Mm -hmm. and to get into that world when I got out of college when I would send my resume or be like, I want to do something on camera, they'd be like, well, what's your following? And I'd be like, um, 500. Like, <laughs> so when I got the show, I was like, this is a great platform for me to do what I really want and have people know my name or at least recognize my face so that I can actually really do the career that I want to do, which is entertainment news reporting, married in with fashion. I thought you were going to say married in with a... Dude. I'd also really like to get married. Um, <laughs> like married to a sexy man. So mm-hmm. I didn't never saw myself living in a reality TV space forever, mm-hmm. but I love it right now. Um, so I feel like it's given me that platform to get more job opportunities, but I'm definitely not. I don't see myself, you know, living in the summer house for another 10 years. Sure, yeah, that makes sense, of course. Yeah, I was a video producer, so I'd been like, for um, this company called Betches. So I'd been Mm -hmm, writing scripts and acting and editing, and I loved my job. And then this opportunity came my way. And I think there's so many different reality TV shows, but this is like probably the only one I would do because they're like, it's kids in the city who go out in the Hamptons. And I'm like, that's what I do. I already kind of know these people on the show. It seems like a good fit. Mm -hmm. But reality TV is still kind of you don't know how it's going to turn out for you. Like in the perfect world, you're like, I blow up and then I just live my life and make whatever decisions I want and do any projects I want. Right. Um, It's it's almost sometimes harder too because they're like, oh, she was on a TV show and we didn't watch that and like maybe she's not right for this. And mm -hmm. so, but it definitely has helped a little. Do you feel like... um, 
you know, New York really is a small community at the end of the day, and everybody seems to know everybody. Do you feel like you guys have had to deal with, um, like, judgment from, from your peers since you've been on the show? Because that's something that I experienced and mm-hmm. something that always made me really uncomfortable mm-hmm. um, and made me always kind of question my next steps and, like, really how I was presenting myself in the public. So, like, what's your guys' take on that? I'm just curious. Yeah. Anybody that I meet that's on a reality show, I always kind of want to know like their experience, their experience in that yeah. way because it's really easy to put on a brave face and be like oh I'm fine and mm-hmm. like this show is great and oh I've had all of these amazing opportunities but like in my heart I really like suffered through a lot of this stuff right. mm-hmm. um, from like a bullying perspective and from like a judgmental perspective which affected like my mental health yeah. and like well-being in the long run and mm-hmm. like like you Hannah like I ended up in therapy for a really long time and yeah. thank god I did that and I came out the other side because I'm so much more confident in who I I am now yeah. and I can just say like oh yeah this is a part of my life and like this is how it's formed who I am but mm-hmm. I really struggled with that for yeah. a while so have either of you kind of had that experience since you've been on the show I definitely have I think maybe a little bit more than Hannah I kind of have this social circle in New York that's very incestual and everyone knows everyone and we're always all out together and uh even close friends I've had um people say a lot of negative things and not necessarily to my face Mm -hmm. and that's almost that's worse I've heard a lot of chatter with just girls like why is she doing this she thinks that she's so great and and it like it hurts your feelings definitely and I came from a really small hometown and I graduated high school with 60 girls and I think maybe four of them reached out to me mm-hmm. to say nice things and yeah. the rest I heard were just you know Talking she's shit. just the worst mm-hmm. <laughs> right so yeah. I feel like I've always lived with that it going that to an gave you the most anxiety I think going into the season because you were like I don't yeah. know what people are going to be saying about me right. I just knew that girls were going to be really mean to me that I knew in like from high school or even right now mm-hmm. and it was a lot of chatter not ne- not necessarily to my face no one texted me and was like wow the show is awful <laughs> yeah. but like I heard from you look dumb <laughs> right I heard from multiple people well like she was saying this and they were talking about this so yeah it definitely affects you mentally absolutely yeah. I think I, coming from I was born in Brooklyn New York mm-hmm. I've lived my life in a more private way where you don't have like tons of neighbors you're tight with I went to like four different high schools and I kind of live my life, and as a tennis player, like, I'm always alone and traveling, so I really didn't tell anyone about it, mm-hmm. and I kept it on the DL. I did have a text from, like, a boss slash mentor mm-hmm. who said, I had higher hopes for you. Mm. Oh, wow. Which, crushing. which so was, crushing. like, pretty much the worst <laughs> thing you could say to me, but for some reason in my gut and my intuition, I was like, you only live life once. This is such a fun opportunity. Yeah. When I explain it to people, it's, like, so... I'm on a national television show um, where I basically play myself with no lines. Mm -hmm. And I was in a place where I was doing like sales and marketing and I hated myself and what I was doing. I felt like I had no purpose. And I was manifesting in my head like, I just want to do video. I don't know how. Mm -hmm. And it just seemed like the universe was giving me another creative outlet to experience. And I never questioned it. 
Hannah and I are big manifestors. We love manifesting. Do you have vision boards? We don't, but we <laughs> don't. will text, I don't either. We will text each other and be like, okay, let me just manifest real quick. <laughs> yeah, like because we like we think we're intuitive or we yeah. tell each other that and, and she's like, I feel like this is gonna happen for us. And I was like, so do I. Cause like we got on one show where like we can do anything. We can do anything. But having someone believe in you, yeah. like there are points in the season where Paige like called me into the bathroom and just be like let me cry real I need quick. A cry. And she'd be like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the one thing about this show, which I feel like no one really talks about, is the friendship that Hannah and I, which is like probably the healthiest friendship I've ever had in my life. You're gonna make me cry. Because there's just feel free. <laughs> two women that are emotion. the Yeah. Two women <laughs> that are the same age in the same field, and there's not even a remote sense of like a competition mm. or like one-upping each other. Like she'll call me and get something and I will, she did a live um, comedy show at Caroline's on Broadway and oh, I was so nervous that I was shaking when I sat down because I was so like secondhand nervous for her and she came out and she was crushing it and I started crying in the middle of it and everyone was like are you okay and I was like she's just doing so well and she like, was sitting in the front and I was yeah. just looking at her to make myself feel more comfortable and I was like just tell the joke to Paige Paige thinks you're funny regardless what you say yeah. but I do think it's important in this industry because of this craziness yeah some to find someone who grounds you that is like a voice of reason mm-hmm. where like or someone will say something mean to me and Paige will be like, I got 10 comments like that. <laughs> Calm down. Yeah. So do you feel like that is the best way to sort of quiet the noise for each other is just by being, you know, good friends and supportive in that way? Or is there something else you do? Like, well, do you guys meditate? I know that Hannah, you said that you were like in therapy. Like, how do you, I guess I'm just curious, like, it's really hard to internalize all of that negativity um, without it like literally coming out of your eyeballs at other mm-hmm. people. So I guess I'm just curious, like how you guys actually handle that. Cause like you're in the spotlight and it's a really tough position to be in. I think yeah. happiness is the, like, isn't these random events that make you really excited. Mm-hmm. It's like the constant conversation in your brain. It's like being a good friend to yourself. Wow, that was a really good way to put it. Thank you. But it's true. When I've been in a dark place, it's just like repetitive negative thoughts that I'm telling myself and you mm-hmm. don't realize it actually like your energy changes when you're having just bad conversations with yourself all yeah. day. So having people you can talk to to be like, is this a healthy thought I'm getting or is mm-hmm. this a logical thought I'm getting? Because mm-hmm. a lot of the time I like to call it your like bad roommate in your head where like it's not you it's like that weird roommate from craigslist who's like (laughs) like it's not logical right and having someone else who's going through something that you trust to talk to is extremely helpful like knowing that they have their your best interest and they're not telling you something for their own benefit or to see like your demise or something so that is really like I, i feel like our friendship is very sacred um, and when, <laughs> do you want to get married? Um, and then when I'm feeling overwhelmed, I immediately will call my mom and like, I'll just not go on Instagram. I won't look at DMs. I just, mm-hmm. I don't have like the brain space for it. And I'll go home for a weekend and just do nothing and kind of like recharge. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're like really good my, at recharging. I'm really good at laying on the couch mm-hmm. and just take myself out of the entire situation. But it hasn't happened that often the hardest transition of being like in the spotlight to an extent is the new attention you get where people like your space is changed your Mm -hmm. space used to be taken by Mm -hmm. just like a couple people and then there's like tons of people who like just want things from you and if it's two people you're like okay but then that multiplies over time yeah and then I've been having I've been struggling as a 
people pleaser Mm -hmm. to like not feel like a dick but also respect my own time and space and energy. Well, right. It's about, it really is about like establishing boundaries with yourself mm-hmm. more than anything. And right? I'm bad at that because as an athlete, you're taught to like have no boundaries, like just work as hard as you can. Mm-hmm. And that's how you become a champion. Yeah. Which isn't ultimately, like I hate the bullshit of social media with all these entrepreneurial people like make a million dollars, don't sleep, don't eat, you're working out, work everyone. <laughs> it's like, that's not actually, like, yeah, fuck you. I like, work my best when my mind is in a good place. Yeah. yeah. So that leads me um, to something interesting I wanted to talk to you about. There's like this, there's this concept of wellness, right? Like spin class is wellness, celery juice is wellness, but you could also argue that like pizza is wellness and napping is wellness. Literally the list goes on and on. Mm-hmm. And so I guess I'm curious, um, and this is something that we do on every show, I'm curious about like your secret wellness routine mm-hmm. that's not your Instagram wellness routine. Mm-hmm. And like what is it that like really helps you that like... <laughs> might not necessarily yeah. be like traditional so I have a physical and a mental my physical is um y7 yoga oh so love, it's love Sarah the founder, yes yeah. it's hip-hop yoga if anyone's listening it's candlelit so it's pretty hot but as someone who is hyper and out of control you'd think I would never do yoga mm-hmm. but I was looking for something that wasn't like a trainer yelling at you or something that would push me to crazy limits because it it wasn't I need I need it for my mental to feel like I can move my body in ways of not just standing down and sitting. Like it's detoxing to like for all these positions. And for that one hour, it might take like 10, 15 minutes, but my mind becomes quiet. Mm -hmm. And then because of the hip hop, you have abs involved and you never feel bored. So Y7 yoga is like, I'm, it's like a dog who needs to be run. Like when I start (laughs) feeling anxious, I'm like, I need my Y7 just emotionally. I think pets are great. Yeah, that's (laughs) true. I, I was I got fired from my job. The show was coming out. I had no idea how it was going to be. And I had this little kitten that just needed me. And when I'd go home, she didn't care what happened, who's texting me, um, how I'm doing in my job. I just she didn't want, ask who was texting She didn't. <laughs> I mean, it was rude of her. Yeah. But I having like a pet is actually so therapeutic because mm-hmm. it's just a thing in your life that quiets your mind and you just love unconditionally and they love you unconditionally. I'm going to cry. My cat's name is Butter. She's very cute and smart. Oh, that's very sweet. <laughs> what about you, Paige? Um, I feel like, do you like dig into pasta once a week? I do. Uh, <laughs> that's my secret wellness routine. Oh. <laughs> We're Italian. Everyday pasta. Uh, I am so not one of those people that's like, you have to eat this and you have to do that. Like, I think eat whatever you want in moderation. So yeah. I've never been like a wellness person for that. But I'm you're the, great at moderation. I'm the wrong person to ask. Yeah, like if I want a donut, I'm getting a donut. I might mm. eat the, the whole thing or yeah. I might have two bites and then be like, oh, okay, that satisfied me. Um, in the past two months, I've actually changed my entire sleep schedule. Mm. So I used to go to sleep at like two in in the middle, like in the in middle the of the night. Yeah, two in the morning. <laughs> I go to bed at nine. Yeah. <laughs> and wake up at like 11 a.m. and then like shower. My day didn't start till one in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I'm so tired all the time. Like, and I'm so frustrated with everything and nothing was working. And now I completely changed it. Like I am in bed and asleep by 10, 1030. I wake up at like 6 a.m. And then my like best. Are you okay? <laughs> Is this a cry for help? I'm just kidding. It sounds good. And then I'll wake up at 6 a.m. and I'll have like, I'll stay in bed for like 30 minutes and just like have 
quiet time by myself and like think about my thoughts. Think about, <laughs> like, my thoughts. Think about like what Thinking I want to do for that. <laughs> Realizing things. <laughs> I think in my head. Um, and honestly, that's been one of the best changes. Like I feel like my mind is so much clearer and like you don't have to buy that on Instagram, like on a swipe up, like just change your sleep routine and you'll feel so much better. Yeah. Okay, I love that. Mine is that I take a bath every single day. Wow. Sometimes I take two baths a day. Oh I my god. Like a do you wash your psycho? <laughs> do, you, do you wash your hair in the bath? Or I'm very curious. Sometimes I do, but normally I wash myself in the shower. Got it. Normally bath is like relaxed time. I put do you have in like some a bath, bath bomb or bath salts? I hate bath bombs. Yeah, they're kind I heard of they're aggressive. bad for your um, vagina. For your vag? Yeah. Um, I think it depends like on the, on the formulation of them okay. typically. Um, so, I mean like it's, totally depends on yeah. like how it's being made but um yeah I take a lot of like an obscene amount of baths <laughs> my boyfriend's so always common. like you're in the fucking bath again <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry I'm really stressed do you read there you just like I read I will like watch some Netflix wow oh so you just like prune yourself up I totally <laughs> prune I, and I really like it super hot like super oh hot. yeah me too super super hot so I'm like sweating profusely yes. Yes. and then you it's get like into a hot bed tub. You, it's like a hot tub and then and you, you fall get into bed right and you fall asleep, asleep. Yeah. yeah I actually That's was listening good. to a podcast and it is recommended to take a bath before you go to bed because it brings all of the heat to the um, like external parts of your body to mm-hmm. like your skin and so your core temperature actually goes down and that is what helps you fall asleep wow. isn't that interesting well, it's very counterintuitive yeah people don't talk about sleep enough no. and I, th- I think so many people in our generation who deal with anxiety yeah. have trouble falling asleep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that really messes up your entire day if you like are in your head till 3 a.m. Right. and then have to function and then you're stressed about not falling asleep. And it's like very hard because I was the type of person that would lay in bed, keep the TV on. I yep. was like, oh, I can only fall asleep with the TV on. And yeah. then one night I was just like, you know what? No, like it's going off and then you just lay there and I fell right to sleep and now I'm and also everyone's sketch. different. Yeah. Like I need eight hours to be a functioning yeah. human. Mm-hmm. And if you know that about yourself, give yourself that. Mm-hmm. Some people just need six and yeah. I'm jealous, but good for you. Yeah. I think it's really interesting, Paige, what you just said, just about sort of like telling yourself mm-hmm. or like telling your body what to do because I suffered from insomnia for years wow. and most of it came from anxiety. Yeah. So I had insomnia when I was a kid and then as an older person, my mind started to race and I would be anxious about actually going to sleep every night. Yeah. Anxiety about like the insomnia Am I gonna be able to in fall and of itself. I think so many people right. suffer from that, but no one talks about it. Yeah. yeah. And so um, I think to your point, one of the best things that I started doing for myself was just saying like, you know what? Like tough shit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to bed and it's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just started to magically fall asleep. It's the same when people are like, I'm getting in a gym routine. Like I'm going every day. It's the same like when I get in bed, I'm like, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> yeah. It's very much a mind over matter type of thing. And I found that, you know, if my mind starts to race, like I was doing it last night. Um, mm-hmm. and I just tell myself, okay, you know what? Like right now is time for sleep and I'm going to dedicate some time tomorrow to have all of these worrying thoughts. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not going to do it right now. I'll start like working yeah. in my head, yeah. like thinking of every meeting and how I'm going to deal with everything. <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, just stop. Turn yeah. yourself off, honey. Yeah, 100%. Um, okay, so this was sort of like a very roundabout conversation to what I actually want to talk to you guys about, Uh-oh. which um, is dating in New York. <laughs> <laughs> and like, hey, let's talk about all these really personal <laughs> things. But let's still talk about personal things. Yeah. Um, because dating is 
such a vulnerable thing to have to do. And I'm, I, have had, I have had conversations with women who live all over the United States, and it seems like dating in New York is this, like, special breed mm-hmm. of brutality. Yeah. And it affects <laughs> your body, your mind, your soul, your feet, because you have to wear stupid fucking shoes all um. the time. And so I guess I'm just curious, like, about your guys' experience and, like, kind of, like, first, like, what you think about the dating scene here. And I just kind of want to get into it a little yeah. bit. The dating scene in New York is painful, to say the least. I think with the whole body image is this is one of the only cities in the United States that there's a 5'9 model standing next to you at the bar. Everywhere. Who, like, just walked in the Victoria's Secret show, and you're like, okay, great. It's Kendall Jenner (laughs) everywhere. This is great. (laughs) Literally everywhere. Yeah. So, and the ratio is just... It's four girls to one guy. Is that like, what it is? I don't want to know that. Is that true? I, I don't know. I made that up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Like, I've been counting for a couple of years. Like, yeah. <laughs> Sounds really right. Um, but it's just, it's a lot of competition. And so then guys get extra cocky if they weren't enough already. So they're like, well, I could get this model. And I'm like, yeah, but you probably won't even have a conversation with her. Mm-hmm. Nothing against models. I think they're great. Um <laughs> But yeah, I just feel like the ratio and then like thinking about your own body and you're like, well, I'm not ever going to be 5'9". And I've actually heard guys being like, well, I just like walking into the restaurant with like two girls that are 5'9". And I'm like, you have a mental complex. You also complex. have the douchiest like, friends. Yeah, I do. <laughs> That's also true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is like a really serious... Um, like not fucked up body image but like fucked up dating image you know what I mean of like how you want to project yourself to the world and like how the world sees you and it is really interesting here because like we live in this city of like hustling and everybody wants Mm -hmm. to be you know the smartest the most successful I have the you know best girlfriend or best boyfriend or the best job or whatever and like I, I just am curious like for me, like, at what point, like, does that become irrelevant? You know what I mean? Because right. I feel like a lot of people, when they finally meet the person, that's when it finally becomes irrelevant. Yeah. And you see people with boyfriends and girlfriends that you didn't expect them to be with. Right. Mm-hmm. And, like... Oh, my I, gosh. I love that you're saying this right now. Sorry, continue. Oh, it's making it's just, me happy. But, like, I just think it's really interesting because I don't know if it's that people in the city finally come to terms with who they are. Yeah, I think that's that's what Do it you know is. Do you know what I mean? For, for you me. like have this personal come to Jesus moment of like, yeah. oh, this is what's really important for mm-hmm. me. And you finally make peace with that and then you're able to find your person. I realized you know it I mean? when I found who on paper I thought was like the ultimate guy. Like he was like, had some fame. He was successful. He was hot. He was tall. Mm-hmm. He was respected. And he ruined me. (laughs) (laughs) I dated one of those too. He fucking flattened me for four years. It was crazy. Like I was, everyone around me was like, oh my God, you're dating so-and-so. And And in my head I was like, but I hate myself with him. Mm. So it took me getting to to laugh. That's the way you say things. But I hate myself. (laughs) But I didn't realize it because I was like, this is what you want. This is what you want. Mm -hmm. And then I... I got to such a dark place that I was like, I just want to wake up and be comfortable in my own thoughts and my own body and love myself again. Totally. And once I hit that point, I realized I stopped caring about all those paper mm-hmm. qualities. Right. And I literally was like, I want someone who's my best friend who in- instills like... I don't want to say happiness because they're not going to bring happiness to you, but instills a calmness. Like a, yeah, comfort. It's, it feels like home. Yeah. So yeah. they say in LA, like... 
all the guys are super hot, but they don't have a job. But then, <laughs> like a real job. And then all the guys in New York are like finance bros who want to be single till they're like forty. Yep. Which is because, so but crazy. it's true. We're all type A, comparing, trying to get the best, best, best. But I think sometimes you need to be in a terrible relationship with someone you yes. thought was what you wanted to realize. I just want to be happy and find someone who feels like home. I have a list on my phone, which we talk about on the show, of yeah. like things I want in a guy. Mm-hmm. And do you I've, stick to the list though? I've do you have is the list imperative, <laughs> or is the, the list, list imperative. Is not imperative? Is the list bullshit? There's a lot of really specific things, and then there's broad things. And it was just like I'm a big list girl. I write a list for everything. So one day I was just like, Paige, lists are stupid. <laughs> part of like my manifesting I was like I want this and I want this and like whatever and my favorite one from the list is he thinks I'm the best yeah well, <laughs> okay, that's, well, that's a great one no, that's a great one honestly this actually there's an, stupid an ones. Awful one and I am dating someone now who is perfect on paper and even more perfect in life like wow okay you have to like brag about it (laughs) but he is just the best human and I feel like and I've known him for years we were Mm -hmm. friends for like two two and a half years and I don't think it was until I finally was comfortable with myself because I would do a lot of defending my career and I would go out on dates and people would be like so like you're on a tv show and I'd be like yeah yeah but it's like blah 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 and then one day I was just like what? Why like, do you have to yeah, defend I am. it? Right? Like yeah. I'm on a TV show and this is what I want to do and this is the career that I want. <laughs> and it wasn't until I what became a lot more comfortable with myself that I like looked at this other person and I was like, wait, you're amazing. And he was just like, yeah, sure. New York is so much <laughs> frenetic energy. Yeah. And you get on all these highs of like these new guys you're seeing and you, I think, can just you can get complicated in your head of what is like love and what's lust and what's these like weird obsessions. Like everyone's freaking out all the time Yeah, where I really think with the right person, your heart is calm. And it's crazy that when you do find the right person, like now I'm like so in love and I'm like, life is now she's like, I understand love. (laughs) Like two days ago, she's like, I don't know. She's like, love makes sense. No, but when you're with someone that really supports you, you just do so much better. Like mm. you just feel so much better mm-hmm. because you have someone that's like sitting down. Like they with believe you. in you more. Yes. You, you believe in yourself. It's almost crazy. It's like, like us. Like, yeah, it really is. Because mm. some days you're just like, oh, this is like a stupid idea. And I can't. And they're like, what? No, I think you're the smartest person. And I think you're going to do it. And you're like, he's lying. Oh my he's God. lying to you. Yeah. Well, I, I think the reality <laughs> is before you have that aha moment, everybody mm. is dating to feel fill their insecurities right everybody's dating to make themselves feel better about these it's like an ego different aspects of their life right and so if you're dating one of those people to fill your insecurities they're really only going to draw those insecurities out of you and actually manifest them they're mirrors Mm -hmm. for your insecurities you're right totally and so I mean like yeah like I literally dated a guy who was like perfect in every way oh except he was like emotionally abusive and I woke up like literally having panic attacks every day yeah yeah full score Scorpio narcissist. Sorry if either one of you are Scorpios. I am. <laughs> well, so is my boyfriend too. So we're a match made in heaven. That means that you're a match made in heaven. <laughs> we both really love ourselves. <laughs> Sometimes your body will tell you when you need to get out totally. if your mind is lying to you. My mind was lying to me for a really long time. Girl, I get you. But my body revealed the truth and mm-hmm. it revealed the truth very early Could on you in not the relationship. Eat? Um, after we broke up, I had a hard time eating, but it was interesting. It was like 
three or four months into our relationship and I was starting to get like nervous, but I didn't know why. Panicky, but I didn't know why. And I felt like I had to be like this like perfect, perfect, perfect person all Mm -hmm. of the time. Like you're walking on eggshells. Walking on eggshells, but I didn't even know it. It took me so long to understand that my body was telling me the truth. You thought you were being like the best version of yourself for him and like you want to be smarter and prettier and funnier, but then you realized you were actually fine the whole time and you were in the wrong place. Right. I felt like my body's deceiving me and like mm-hmm. I'm the one that's failing here. Like right. I'm the one that needs to do more and be better and act different. When in the reality, I was just in a bad relationship yeah. and like one that didn't work And you for can't me. see it. And Pe- everyone around you can see enough. it. Yeah. No. Not yeah. at all. Totally. Everybody else knew. It was yeah. like plain as day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but so are you both dating people right now? Hannah, are you? I'm Paige seeing someone and Paige has a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, what are you guys going to do this summer? Go on a lot of double dates. Oh my God, stop. (laughs) That makes me so excited. I'm dating a guy who's like shy right now Mm. and I'm like into it (laughs) because shy people fascinate me. I'm like, what is it like to not say everything that pops into your brain at people? (laughs) (laughs) What's interesting about shy people, like my boyfriend now, um, who I love so much, but we're like both kind of shy in groups but not shy when we're together yeah and it's been a really interesting dynamic to get to know him because you know like this traditional like idea of like dating like you have to like really like put yourself out there and all of this stuff but like we've had this like beautiful sort of like you know courting getting to know each other relationship um that has I love that that has I love been that. like really fulfilling in like a different way mm-hmm. my know? parents always told me relationships are like plants and you have to continually like take care of them and feed them and but it's also fascinating when you aren't bored with the person's mind mm-hmm. you ever mm-hmm. date someone who's really hot and you're like i don't give a shit what you're about to say yeah, right like now like if you talk yeah. about the gym one more time i might <laughs> blow my like the guy off. i'm dating now i'm like enjoying learning how his mind works sure yeah yeah that's a really interesting part of dating for me too. Is like once you get past sort of like the three, four, five month mark, mm-hmm. you really start to get a sense of who somebody is and their like decision making process and like how they see the world. And I feel like it's once you reach yeah. that stage of the relationship that you like really start to fall for somebody mm-hmm. because you know like okay, like we really are compatible or we're incompatible yeah. in these ways. If you go on like more than five dates and you still have things to talk about, I'm like, oh my god, are we getting married? <laughs> That's New York because everyone has so much ADD. Yeah. It and is. And like if they don't talk about themselves the entire time, that's a turn uh, on. How crazy is that that's a turn on? I, it, I mean, it is remarkable. Ask me one question and I'm wet. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Just like, like ask me like how my day went and I'm yours. One time I went out on a date and I thought it went amazing because I was just like so into this guy. He was like so good looking and just like hit the swag. And I called my mom after and she, and she was like, how'd it go? And I was like, I love him. Like he's amazing. And she goes, oh, what did he ask you? And I go, oh my God. He Literally. didn't ask me one thing about myself. And I was like, okay. <laughs> So is that like a deal breaker for you? Obviously, like somebody needs to get to know you as a person, but what are your other deal breakers? Um, Minor ugly shoes. <laughs> I thought you were going to say ugly faces. I'm like, okay. Okay, we're going there. No, I, ugly that shoes. used to be on my list, like the yeah. way that they dress. And then I realized I could change that. Well, yeah, That's you an know, easy fix. Yes, absolutely. The way that they just can always be changed, but like ugly shoes is always going to be on my list. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I need someone who's not competitive with me. Not competitive mm-hmm. with you. 
because I'm a very like driven type A competitive person. Yeah. And I like the reason me and Paige work is because like if you're on my team, we're gonna fucking win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if I feel like the person is like kind of getting jealous yeah. or mm. saying little things to put me down. Okay, like, in that way. I need to it's people say like who you were growing up in your family relates to like how you find a, a like person in your relationship. Mm-hmm. Where like I was always an athlete and it was like a team of my family like mm-hmm. rooting for sure. success and hard, working hard. So I need to be with someone who I never feel like I have to suppress my goals and my drive to feel comfortable around me. Do you want to be with somebody who's like really type A and like a go-getter though? I think I think I do yeah. because I want to feel inspired by them. Right. Like I always yeah. thought I want to be with like a cool entrepreneur who I could get out of my own head mm-hmm. and like root for him and help him. Right, yeah. Because um, I don't want them to just live vicariously through me and my like goals and stuff right so somebody who's competitive but not directly with you exactly like Like Paige is crazy competitive unequivocally exactly exactly yeah because I think being competitive with me is an insecurity within yourself Mm -hmm. and I need someone who has that like confidence in themselves to be proud of me instead of dim my light yeah confidence not cockiness exactly yeah that makes sense Mm mm-hmm Okay, so I think to wrap up the episode, this has been really interesting. Also, thank you for, for being so honest. We can like, talk for eight hours. We can talk for yeah, eight just hours. about the dating stuff. And also, I think your experience like on reality TV is really interesting for me because I've been in your shoes. And so I think we have this interesting shared experience. And it has been um, so life-changing and life-affirming for me in so many different aspects. And so it's just like interesting to yeah. kind of like... We have an unspoken bond already. Yes, yeah. an unspoken bond. Mm-hmm. Um, but we like to wrap up um, episodes by just touching back on wellness really quickly. And I'm just curious. I know we talked about sort of like your secret wellness routines, mm-hmm. but I guess I want to know and share with our listeners, what is the thing that works absolutely best for you that makes you feel great? So like, what is your number one wellness tip? Like if you were writing for Cosmo, like <laughs> what would you say? I would say a lot of sleep, a lot of water. And if you want the pasta eat the pasta. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I would say like stop and check the energy of the people around you. Oh, wow. Mm. Wow, yours was so much better than mine. Yeah, you, you can go again. Stop, you didn't stop and think. You just went into it. I was like, she's making a mistake. Um, no, but I, <laughs> I realize you ever like, sometimes I'm like, why whenever I text this person, do I like, feel yeah. heavy having the confidence to like cut the cord with people is a really big thing they that say I've like there's recently. something about the five closest people around you mm-hmm. that make you feel a certain way and that it's actually self-love and wellness to decide which people you actually want to open your heart to mm-hmm. and I mean nowadays people can talk to you 24 7 so sure. make sure that energy is what and it, you want in your life it doesn't happen until it clicks with inside you because I've like heard people say this all the time like yeah. oh like don't be friends with them and like do what's good for you and like you don't really get what they're saying until one day you wake up and you're just and I think it's all getting older also mm-hmm. um you only until, live one like, life yeah. you don't have to do anything you don't want to do with yeah. anyone that you don't like yeah I love that that is really meaningful advice and I feel like people know that but it takes them a while to actually internalize it and put it into action but once you do dear listeners dear friends you'll just be on top of the world Mm -hmm. um okay so where can everybody find you guys I know we can see you on summer house but can we hear your Instagram handles please summer house is Monday nights at 10 p.m. on Bravo my Instagram is my first and last name with an underscore in between p-a-i-g-e-d-e-s-o-r-b-o 
Is this all about? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm being Burns, B-E-I-N-G-B-E-R-N-Z on Instagram and Twitter. And you can listen to my mental health comedy podcast, Burning in Hell, on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the hell you want. Awesome. <laughs> all right, you guys. Thank you so much. I really thank appreciate you for having us. So much fun. Okay, bye. bye.